What mysteries lurk at the edges of the galaxy? Who among us is brave enough to defend mankind against interstellar threats unknown? Among the mighty forces of Astrobase, one stalwart crew dares to risk all and spit in danger's eye. Join us now for the adventures of the USS Carpathia in outer space! You see, Korgath, I always got the feeling that my family didn't truly approve of my joining Astro Base. They always hoped I'd stay and work on the farm back in North Dakota. Lieutenant Perry, as a Clemician, I was raised in a culture that prized strength and valor in combat above all else. I became a ship's counselor to prove that my people are capable of empathy and solving our conflicts with words. So you can help me with my family troubles? Indeed. Your kin perceive you as a weak member of the brood. A show of strength is called for. I recommend disabling the alpha male in single combat, taking his harem as your own, and eliminating his remaining hatchlings. Well, I'm not so sure about getting into a fight with my daddy. It's the surest option if you wish to regain the respect of your clan. Boy, I sure hope I can figure something out fast. We're gonna be getting back to Earth any minute now. Elmsman, take a note of this. Destiny. Serenity. Devotion. Passion. That's a list of the women I met the last time we made harbor at Astro Base HQ. I wonder if I can top it this time. Are you sure? We're only there for two days, and you're, well... Two days is all I need in a place like Colorado Springs, Ollie. You'll understand when you're older. God, what a town! Ugh. Incoming transmission from Admiral Nevers. Thank you, Engineer Chinsky. Main screen on. Greetings, Carpathia. Let me be the first to welcome you back to Earth. I trust you're well. Bear sailing from Rigel 8, eager to get back to civilization. And Central Command is eager to hear your report of the border regions. Uh, report? Oh, sure. After six months on patrol, you must have a mound of intelligence. I look forward to hearing every little detail. Uh, actually, sir, I was hoping to spend some time enjoying Colorado Springs. And that you will, Derby. You've got a whole weekend of astrobase duty with your commanding officer. Which reminds me, Engineer Chinsky, there's quite a buzz developing about your presentation on expanded arcology population level. Why, thank you, Admiral. But the true credit goes to Dr. Cromerti here. Mademoiselle Chinsky is a flatterer. I am aliens by her ability. By the way, Ms. Chinsky, your old colleague, Trisha Yardley, will be presenting as well. Word is, she's got a whole new take on the arcology game. Well, you all take care then. Never's out. Trisha Yardley. I haven't seen her since the Academy. Now entering Earth's orbit, shuttlecrafts are ready whenever. Fresh air. Who could feel blue on such a beautiful day? Here in Earth's most vibrant and vivacious of cities. And after all your health, Korgath, I think I'm ready for a fresh start with my family. You've trained long, Lieutenant Perry. And I wish you the best in your battle for dominance. 
Yes, enjoy your little vacation. Meanwhile, I'm stuck recounting six months of aimless wandering to some desk-bound crones who haven't been aboard a ship since they were in short pants. Well, sir, isn't a degree of bureaucratic oversight necessary for the efficient operation of an effective naval force? Perry, every day I get more convinced you don't know the first thing about military service. Speaking of which, what is that toy you're holding? It's my Wings MacArthur action figure. He's an action hero I used to watch on the Holovision back when I was young. Watching him fly his hyperjet against the Indo-Soviet alliance in World War VI is why I became a pilot. I figure it might help my family understand why I chose to fly. You're hoping a doll will make your parents love you? A shrewd maneuver, Lieutenant Perry. Carrying a warrior avatar can provide emotional readiness for battle. Well, there's my ride to North Dakota. You two have a great stay now. And here comes Admiral Nevers. It's a shame, Korgat. I was looking forward to showing you the sights on Earth's wildest hedonistic playground, Colorado Springs. Especially after that special mission kept you away the last two months. Perhaps another day, old friend. Jack Derby! By gosh, it's good to see ya! Ah, it's uh, good to see you too, Admiral. And Korgath! The last time I saw you, you were storming the bridge off a Menelaean mothership during that ambush off Sirius 9th. Derby, how many battle cruisers did you blast that day? Five? Uh, something like that. Don't know how you did it. When I left the bar at 4 a.m., you were still going strong. Come on, my transport's waiting. Did you want our scouting reports, sir? Sure thing. I figure you can brief me during a grand naval cruise of the spring's best nightlife. Follow me. Do you have any memory of that day? None. Take my cream brulee too, Gorlutha. It is burned again. Mao? Pow? Now that we've finished supper, I'd like to show you something. I know you never understood why I wanted to fly. But this here... For God's sake, James, you're still trotting that old doll around. Won't you ever grow up? Oh, you said you wouldn't. Now, I didn't say a word through supper, but I can't stay quiet any longer. He's gallivanting around the stars while the rest of us work our fingers to the bone trying to keep this farm going. You're digestive, sir. Thank you, Corgana. Paul, I hope we could use this time to catch up on some things. You want to catch up? Cotton shares dipped five cents last quarter. Her mama had to wear an off-the-rack gown to the Columbus Day Ball. Might have been different if we had another set of hands down here. But, Pa, my heart was never here on the farm. I would have never been much help. That's a mighty convenient excuse, James. But I ain't interested in hearing it. Carlutha, I'll take my brandy on the veranda. The Astrobase Engineering Conference. I've dreamed of this ever since I was at the Academy. I too am excited about this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Tomorrow we shall prove the chromatic principle once and for all. Faye, is that you? Hello, Miss Yardsley. It's been a long time. Faye, we've known each other almost a decade. Call me Trisha. I must admit I was surprised to read about your presentation. You never seemed that interested in population issues at the Academy. 
Well, between my dual focus on interstellar warp dynamics and astrophysics, it was always more of a hobby. But as chief science officer of the Carpathia, I've had the opportunity to get more involved. Oui, on Zygnus 13, we found that the local ecologies were grossly overpopulated. We employed an experimental technique to increase capacity by converting public recreation areas into extra ventilation systems. Though, from what I hear, that's nothing compared to what you're working on. Oh, please. I'm only dealing in theory. You're actually applying solutions. Of course, if I can secure more research funding, I hope to construct our colleges capable of housing 10 or even 15,000 residents. That's very ambitious, Trisha. Are you sure that you can convince the council that it's feasible? If you'd like, I could look over your research. Oh, Faye, I appreciate the offer, but I don't need you to check up on me. But if you get curious, my papers are all available on the Astro Signet. I'll send you a hyperlink. Ta-ta! Here's our room. Now how about those nightcaps? Derby, you're a wild man. I'm having the night of my life. You're cute. Right this way, ladies, one at a time. Who's there? Harry, what are you doing here? My, my parents yelled at me, Captain. They didn't want to hear anything. Jack, is this your first officer? This is how you run your ship? Yeah, clearly he's having trouble readjusting to Earth's climate. Perhaps a street tough from Briargate slipped him something. You all go on to the next stop. Would you like assistance? I'm an expert in human empathy procedures. No, no, Korgath. It's my responsibility. I'll clean up this mess. Good, because the one in green says she likes off-worlders. It's so sexy how you wave your antennas like that. Come on, everyone. I know a great after-hours place with 32-ounce margaritas. All right, Perry. Now, what's the big deal? Here, take this. Thank you, sir. Normally, I wouldn't, but I'm just so torn up by seeing my family. I don't see what all the fuss is about, frankly. I never had a family. My father left when I was five. I got my first fistfight at seven. When I was 11, a neighbor girl took my innocence as part of a sexual experiment. And look at me, I turned out fine. Well, sir, I wish I could see it that way, but my family just won't forgive me for not staying home to become a farmer. But it's nearly impossible to become a farmer. There are only, what, 300 farming jobs on the whole planet? You need advanced degrees in experimental robotics and agricultural chemistry just to get an interview. I applied to Yale and Harvard A&M, but they both rejected me. So how can they blame you? Here, have another. Damn it, Perry, I may be three sheets to the wind, but that's just not right. You're the first officer on an astrobase warship and a damn fine pilot. You deserve more respect than that. You really think so? Unquestionably. And it's got the same solution as any other problem. We're going to get rip-roaring drunk until you're ready to go tell your family just exactly what it means to be an astro-base officer. Fair. 
You have been reviewing Miss Yazzie's research for hours. You should get some sleep before tomorrow's presentation. I know you're right, Pierre, but something here just doesn't add up. In my country, we have a saying, stop borrowing trouble. If a series of flawed, let the proper scientific authorities worry about it. I suppose you're right. But Trisha has a history of grandiose ambitions that don't always pan out. I can't imagine she'd go so far as submitting faulty results. But I just don't know. An accusation of this kind is very serious. It could produce great controversy or consequences for both of our careers. Continue reviewing her research if you must, but this is neither the time nor the place for anything more. Bonne nuit, Sweet moons of Moses, what time is it? Oh, I cannot see. I slept with my contacts in. Lieutenant Perry did not return last night. I sent him back to North Dakota to talk straight with his folks. It must have gone well. Lieutenant Perry, how fared your challenge for mastery? Everything went just swell, and I have you to thank, Captain. Glad to hear it. So what happened? Well, I talked to them face to face, just like you told me, and we worked everything out. I'm staying on Earth. They're having a welcome home dinner for me tonight. What? What are you talking about? We leave in the morning. Well... Don't you see, Captain? I'm retiring from Astro Base. Welcome back to Dancing Bear here on KGHK. And now, turn your thoughts skyward as we rejoin the crew of the USS Carpathia for Act 2 of Reunited and It Feels So Awkward, or Homeward Bound and Gagged. Sweet Neptune, would you look at this place, Korgath? It would appear that Lieutenant Perry's clan has conquered great swaths of territory. His decision to return home may prove quite profitable. Perhaps, but I'm not sure I like it. A text from the Admiral. Going out with Charlotte and the girls again, where you at? Ah, I understand now. As a healthy male of breeding age, it must cause great emotional stress to forego mating opportunities to attend Lieutenant Perry's farewell dinner. Normally you'd be right on, Korgath, but this time it's something else. I think I'm worried about him. Captain Derby, Counselor Korgath. Welcome to the Perry Plantation. This here's my mom, Deborah. Come in, come in. The soup, of course, is just being served. It's a traditional Clemician bisque. Oh, I hope it doesn't make you uncomfortable that we employ your race for help. Not at all. Clemicians who choose capture over death dishonor themselves and renounce all sympathy. <laughs> Ooh, my Corgana. Would you have come in here and wipe this up? You must be James' friends. I was just enjoying a drink on the lanai. But Cordula, what are you doing here in the salon? Actually, pal, this is Corgath, our ship's counselor. And this here's Jack Derby, captain of the USS Carpathia. Randall Joseph Perry III. You can call me Randy Joe. Have a seat. 
So, you fly with our boy. Surely you agree with me that he don't have no place up there in the stars. Actually, sir, your son is one of the best pilots I've ever seen. Captain, you don't need to- Just a moment, Perry. We're having a conversation. Horse failures. What's well, piloting in a zero-gravity environment anyhow? Monitor and thrust differentials and fuel burn ratio levels? Let's talk turkey. The boy watched one too many of them Saturday morning holotunes and got to thinking adventuring is a decent life calling. Well, actually, Paul. Dang it, James, let a man speak. You may not agree with his choice of career, but he's still your son, Randy Joe. Don't you think you could go a little easier on him? It is standard for the alpha male to assert his dominance over the beta, who has not yet earned the right to breed. This domination of Lieutenant Perry's will is a healthy emotional challenge. To conclude my presentation, I will ask you now to imagine your standard urban arcology a self-contained metropolitan area in which thousands of low-income residents are crammed into a single massive complex. Economically depressed, crime-ridden, morally and educationally bankrupt, these architectural miracles are little more than cattle cars for the poorest members of society. The following slides depict the grim state of life in a typical arcology. Not a pretty picture. But through the implementation of panoptical surveillance tubes, as Dr. Foucault and I propose, we believe we have broken the arcology population ceiling. In laboratory experiments, we observed a dramatic drop in antisocial criminal behavior, even in situations of gross overcrowding. Test subjects, never knowing if they were being watched at that moment, were observed to moderate their behavior at all times for fear that they might be found to be acting inappropriately. While a standard arcology field beyond capacity can expect a 15% increase in violent crime, with a panoptical surveillance tube, this problem disappears. The space currently allotted to a single bedroom unit could theoretically accommodate three families, with only a manageable uptick in rates of depression and suicide. Thank you. That was Trisha Eardsley, Chief Engineer of the Baltic, with her working paper on Arcology, Discipline, and Punishment. There, Pierre. Did you hear that? It sounds like a highly promising innovation. Surely you noticed the gaps in logic. The lack of security personnel, the demands on contractors, the assumptions made about behavioral psychology? Any theory has its problems, so that does not mean the core principle is invalid. Fair, you are an excellent engineer. I could not have modified the Zygnus archaeologies without you. But you should leave the hard science to the experts. So you're just going to leave it at that? Oui, and so are you. In two hours, we shall debut the chromatic principle before the most esteemed minds in science. That is our only focus. Adieu. Dessert course will be glazed clammies in sand lizard and jam tort. Now when our youngest son, Kendall Travis, was seven, he started his first overseas bond fund. James here is ten years older, but he was a bit more interested in his pillowcase girlfriend. I hope you got good laundry service on board your Carpaccio, Captain. You probably got a right fun to bondage sheets. 
I appreciate your hospitality, Dr. Perry, and I enjoy some soul-crushing abuse myself, but don't you think there's a limit? It's been hours. It's all right, Jack. He's got a point. What did you just call me? Well, I figure since I'm resigning my commission, well, you're not really my commanding officer anymore, are you? So I can just call you Jack now. That tears it. This man is an Astro Base officer in fine standing. I won't stand by and watch him be debased. Why, Captain Derby, whatever do you mean? For five courses and several elegant string concertos, you've done nothing but belittle your son. Perry might be a beta male on my ship, but not among this lot of war profiteers and high society dilettantes. <gasps> oh, I can't Captain Derby, you forget your place. Oh, no, I don't. I'm an Astro Base Officer, and so is Lieutenant Perry. Yesterday I said he didn't know the first thing about military service, but I was wrong. This man has dedicated his life to serving others, standing for what he believes in, and sticking up for his comrades. And by God, he deserves some respect. Tell him, Perry! Oh, please, Captain. I'd rather not make any kind of fuss here. I think you've worn out your welcome, Captain Darby. Core Moon. Gordo, please escort our guests to the foyer. And now, please welcome Dr. Pierre Cremente and Engineer Fechinski of the USS Carpathia. Bonjour, we are very pleased today to present verified evidence of the Cremente principle in action. To open the proceedings, I now turn to my colleague, Fechinski. Thank you, Dr. Cromerity. Earlier today, you heard from a contemporary of ours, Tricia Yardsley, on the topic of new principles in arcology design. Before we begin, I'd like to present this 37-point slideshow reviewing the flaws in her proposal. Point one, construction. Subpoint A, metallurgical analysis of the brittleness of proposed building materials. Your transport back to Colorado Springs is on the way, Captain. And I brought you some Gulain tiramisu for the ride home. I'm really sorry things got out of hand back there, sir. But this is where I'm meant to be now. James Perry, you have made a choice to sacrifice your ambitions to placate the judgments of your clan. It is sure to bring you emotional closure and lay a strong foundation for your self-worth. I may not say this often, Perry, but you're a man, and a man has to do what he believes is right. But I want you to have something before we go. Why? It's my MacArthur. In case you want to remember the times when you touched the stars. God dang it, James, you're still talking with this riffraff? Get in here and watch your sister's dance recital. Don't worry, sir. We're leaving. Good luck, Lieutenant. Wait. This just ain't right. Mao. Paul. I got something to say. Now, I realized something here today. I thought I could just make my troubles go away by just doing what everybody else wanted me to do. But Captain Derby here showed me that it takes more than that to make a man. And it doesn't matter where you're from or how you look on the outside. If you believe in yourself and try your hardest, there's nothing you can't do. What are you saying, dear? Mao, Paul, real nice seeing you. 
but I got to get back to my ship. Captain, let's go. Miss Chinsky, you certainly gave us plenty to think about regarding Trissy Yearly's proposal. A pity we couldn't hear more about your research with Dr. Cromerty. Thank you, sir. To me, there is no higher ideal than the betterment of scientific thought. Chinsky! Why, hello, Trisha. Don't Trisha me. What is the meaning of this hatchet job? Do you realize what you've done in my career? Not to mention scientific progress? Now, I know we've been friends for a long time. Friends? Where have we ever been friends? Ever since the Academy, you've just seen me as your competition and tried to take me down. When I was up for valedictorian, you suggested I had an inappropriate relationship with Dr. Helsing. I've just never heard of anyone getting individual tutoring from their composition instructor. During engineering exams, you designed a missile defense system solely devoted to countering my warp missile innovations. And saved the Astro Base the effort of implementing them? Do you even remember why I went into civil engineering? I was headed for an apprenticeship in warp engine design with Dr. Tobiyashi until you filed a letter implying I was mentally unstable. Trisha, please. All I did was point out some gaps in your theory. That's part of the scientific process. If your research stands up, I'm sure it will be embraced by the community. It does stand up. And you know why? Because I've spent the last 10 years studying civil engineering. You aren't even slightly qualified to question my work. But because of this controversy you've generated, there's no chance I will get funding. It'll take years of work just to undo the damage you've done. I'm sure it's not that bad. Oh, don't you worry. Because I won't be pursuing my own research anymore. From now on, my career will be devoted to bringing you down. So you go back to your prized spot on your precious astro base, a position that should have been mine, and enjoy the time you have. Because guess what, Missy? Your days are numbered. Yearsly out. The Carpathia has left orbit and is heading for Jump Point Delta. And Admiral Nevers is calling. Again. Ahoy, Carpathia! I wanted to call and wish you happy sailing. And Jack, I owe you particular thanks for introducing me to Sharla. Best thing that's ever happened to me. Happy to be of assistance, sir. And Engineer Chinsky, sorry to hear how things went down at the conference. You understand that after the embarrassment he experienced, Dr. Cromerty thought it was best to take a laboratory position here at Astro Base. Of course, sir. I hope him all success. Take care, Carpathia. Never out. I'm confused by the Admiral's offer of condolence, Miss Chinsky. I commend you on your success at vanquishing your rival Yeardsley. Most masterfully done. Thanks, Korga. Well, you did kind of prevent a rather appalling human rights violation, so there's that. Hooey! And I should be thanking you, Captain. You showed me how important it is to respect myself and stand up for my convictions. Some lesson that was. I stuck my neck out for you and you stood there like a castrati while your father's butlers dragged me out on the porch like a drunk uncle. Pathetic. You want to thank me? Give me my weekend back. Nolly, make ship go. With the next ventures, our intrepid crew... 
Tune in next month when we bring you the continuing adventures of the USS Carpathia in outer space. This episode of the Dancing Bear Variety Hour originally aired on Tuesday, November 12, 2013 on KJHK 90.7 FM. You can check out past episodes of the Dancing Bear Variety Hour or any of our other arts and culture podcasts at kjhk.org. Download entire episodes like this one you're listening to right now or just listen to individual pieces, sketches, and stories. You can listen to our arts and culture lineup on 90.7 FM in the Lawrence, Kansas area or stream it live on iTunes or kjhk.org.